0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the remember country music podcast as usual i'm kyle korblis and uh, i'm super excited there's there's a ton of reasons why i'm excited but i just think this is gonna be really fun today i get to hang out with uh with southpaw christine and colin and uh i'm super excited to hang out with you guys and talk we have a lot of uh um what's the word i'm looking for here this is Thursday my favorite. Good morning. Game. A lot of similarities going on. That's the word yes. I'm looking for. And common uh, ground. Common ground. There you go. And uh it's just gonna be a good time. So so how are you guys? What's going on? And um uh, what's the good word? Anything good?
1: We are doing well, Kyle. We are not in the same room, but uh we plan to be soon because we're working on some new material coming out awesome. in 2023. And uh, we're also practicing for a gig that we have coming up in cool. uh, Philly, the Philly Christmas village actually nice. on december twenty third nice. so uh, we'll be practicing for that
0: so so what's really cool uh people people listening is is everyone who who listens if if you're the thirty of my friends that like to bust my chops each week or if you're <laughs> someone else, um, uh, obviously, I'm from New Jersey, and so.
1: Wait, how is that obvious?
0: <laughs> well, exactly. Well, well, true, true, fair enough. But I'm from New Jersey and so is Colin and Christine. So, which is really cool about that cuz like you that doesn't that doesn't happen all that often. I think it's happened once before and it was kind of by coincidence. Uh, but oh, wow. this is really really cool uh, cause it doesn't happen all that often. I always get people, and I'm going to ask you guys this. I always get people like, like why, why country music, New Jersey. Oh, right. Boy. And I live like right outside New York city. So like, it's a little bit weirder, I guess, but it's like, it's like, why, why country music? And I'll, and I'll put that question to both of you. Why country music?
1: Yes, we get that a lot. <laughs> Colin, do you want to answer that first? Uh, yeah, I mean,
2: we might not have the same answer.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure we don't. Uh, it's
2: <laughs> even better. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I I did grow up uh, listening to country. I, I grew up, you know, listening to pop and rock, and you know, if you, my desert island discs are you know, Beatles and ELO and like you know classic rock. And stuff yeah.
1: Like Rolling uh, Stones. You told me Stones is of course, one of the. Of course,
2: animals. Stones. Of course. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I could listen a million, but um, not a lot of country. Although country used to be on mainstream radio yeah you know back in the day i mean like the top the top 40 would have country in it you know it just it was much more um eclectic back then but no you know it's just i think a lot of people grow into country i think you're more the aberration the young guy from jersey who's listening (laughs) although less so now but you know a lot of people i know the older the older and wiser they get the more they get country and you know i i'm in that camp and as a guitar player um country guitar is just fan-freaking-tastic, you know, and, yeah. and so as I grew, uh, I wanted to grow as a musician, and I was like, wow, country guitar would be a nice hill to climb, you know, yeah. so started teaching myself. It's a completely different instrument, honestly, yeah. the way you play country guitar, um, so I just love the the challenge of that, and um, I've always had a country songwriting style, like even even songs that I wrote, that are yeah, pop, that's
1: very true.
2: could easily be produced, reproduced as country. Sure. Um, so it's just a, just kind of a natural falling into country for me. Now, do
0: you remember that, that like first artist that, and, and Christina, I'm not jumping on your toes here. I'm going to get to you in a second, but, but, <laughs> but uh, do you remember that first like song or that first album or, or even that just first artist that you heard and you were like, well, this is like, this is kind of cool. I, w- I would give this a shot. Like I want to try this out
2: In in the country genre. Yeah. 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 Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I I, I remember growing up, you know, with Alabama, yeah. Um, you know, was and I mean, actually, I mean, a lot of early Eagles is country. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, there's so much stuff that is country that is not in the country genre that, is that so true I have turned on to. I mean, even if you listen to a lot of early Springsteen, yeah, you know, there's a lot of country in him, and 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 it's funny as he as he got older, he started to. Put on a country twang and got away with it. Like, wait, wait, This guy's from Asbury Park, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait well, how come all of a sudden he sounds like a country musician? But uh, so I, I no, I can't point to one. Um, I mean, there's certain. I tend to gravitate toward to be and be mystified by the guitar gods. You sure. know, like when when I hear Brad Paisley play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just mind bending, insane, inspiring. Vince Gill is ridiculous i mean there's there's so many great and skill
0: is my favorite in terms of well i mean for many reasons but as a guitar player i love and skill love
2: paisley has that weird whimsical like semitonal, weird bending playing outside the box kind of thing that that i really enjoy um so but yeah the two you ever seen the two of them play together
0: yeah 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 Uh, which is it's nuts it's like not even I'm that kind of guy that goes on YouTube and like scrolls through and just falls down the rabbit hole. And I'm like, and then I'm like, you know, 10 tabs deep because I like went down all these, all these, you know, side playlists. And I just find myself, you know, rewatching some of the same videos over and over. And it's great. And and Brad Paisley and Vince Gill are pretty much half of those videos. So it's awesome. Melts my face off. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I love it. So, right. Christine, what about you? So, where where is this um, where is this love for country music start?
1: So, I don't know if I loved straight up country growing up, but I was a huge fan of Alabama, as nice. was my dad, who was a guitar player. We, we cool. were all sort of musicians in my house. Um, so that was always playing. He he used to sing, um, "You're close enough to perfect for yeah. me." To my mom. Um, so I grew up loving them. We were diehard Eagles fans and I really liked a lot of Southern rock. So one of my first, uh, concerts ever was Leonard Skynyrd. Hey, I that's one of my pre- most previous, most previous concerts. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Many times. Um, yeah. and I really liked John Denver. Nice. Which, let me tell you, it wasn't like a popular thing to like, <laughs> as like as a, a, a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Um, but i loved him and he was sort of like country pop you know he he was yeah. sort of like everything he, he fit into every genre um but i loved his voice and i loved his more like singer-songwriter style yeah. and went to his concert and to this i mean rest in peace john denver um it was actually one of his last concerts he passed away like a week later but I, it was still the best vocals mm. i've ever heard live was john denver um so you know there were a lot of people sort of in the country vein that i liked growing up but i liked all genres um i always say my favorite song of all time is sympathy for the devil by the rolling stones you know which is certainly not country sure. but when i started performing is when i fell in love with country because it is a very fun genre to sing and perform Yeah, And I fell into that 17 years ago and I never looked back. I've always been a country performer in Jersey (laughs) and yes, there's an audience for it here.
0: There's, there's more than an audience. I promise you people always, cause you know how like Colin, you were saying like, you know, country music was on mainstream radio, but like, at least up here, we don't have a country station anymore. Like we used to have Mm -hmm. 94.7 and then that, you know, now they're like internet and whatever, and it's stupid, but whatever. so, so like, we don't have a station up here. So you, when, when that all happened, I was like, people are like, yeah, we just don't have like a market for it. I was like, that's just such it's a so lie because it's I go true. to so many shows a year. Exactly. Every time I go to one of these bigger shows, even when I go to like a smaller show, like I went to, um I went to uh, Cameron Marlowe a couple weeks ago in the Gramercy in on the upper West side. And it was filled. So exactly. there was not Ooh, one spot. That.
1: Because <laughs> we're playing like, in the city next month.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, there you go. But like every time I go to a show in the city, whether it be at like the wine, city winery or I went to the Rockwood a couple of times, it's 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 filled. Yeah, the and, and, is fun. and, you know, people want to see it.
1: Well, at the Jersey Shore, it's huge. I mean, we yeah. have, now we have Barefoot Country Music Fest with mm-hmm. the big, huge acts like Carrie Underwood and whatnot playing those. And then you have some pretty big guys playing at Jenks. In yeah. Point Pleasant, um, yeah. you know, which are smaller shows, but they're still packed. You, they sure. sell out of tickets instantaneously. So there is, a, there is a big market for it here. I, I think that radio in general is probably struggling. You know, yeah. so it, it doesn't surprise me about ninety four seven, but I don't think it's because there's there aren't country lovers here. That's no, sure.
0: because there there really are, and it's it, it's more than you now more than ever. It's more than you think. Like I, agree. I so I I think I, I started gravitating towards country music at some point around like 15, 16 years old. And then I kind of, the bug kind of bit me around college and, and then we never looked back. Now it's like, Now it's like, now it's a problem is basically what it is. And uh, it's a
1: problem. Oh my
0: gosh. It it is a problem.
2: Admitting you have a problem.
1: (laughs) It's a problem. Well, did you, did you happen to see that show, um, The Patient on, I don't know if it's Hulu or Netflix where the serial killer is obsessed with country music.
0: Really? And he's been to like
1: 97 um, Kenny Chesney shows. (laughs) So like, yeah, we we gotta
0: be careful. Exactly. I guess so. I guess so. It gets to the point, guys, it gets to a point where I, uh, where I, like now I scroll through my phone and I'm, I'm pretty, I used to say I'm pretty like musically versed, but now I just listen to country music and I listen to rock music and in like in rock, it's, you know, Southern rock, classic rock and, and like some pop punk stuff okay. like Nickelback and, and Hinder and like all those like bands from like the nineties and the early 2000s. And there's uh,
1: nothing wrong with Nickelback. There because is nothing wrong
0: with Nickelback. People I don't want to
1: Imagine Dragons is the new Nickelback. And <laughs> I'm like, stop trashing these bands that have catchy songs. Okay, I, I,
2: I love that. The right? Imagine Dragons is the new Nickelback. <laughs>
1: the new Nickelback. You know, so Kyle, um, what we're finding is that some rock stations are playing our original Southpaw music. Nice, yeah. So I think that e- even rock stations are embracing country because that's country cool. isn't like what it used to be. Right. Um, You, you can certainly still find that, but our music has like a little bit of a rock edge sure. because that's how we three uh, grew up. We appreciate multi-genres and sure. that factors into our music. So we we were actually played on the rat. Nice station in New Jersey. They yeah. they ended up, I think they were judges, right? For the Point Pleasant Battle of the Bands, Cool, which was all rock yeah. and maybe some singer songwriter bands and then Southpaw. Sure. And we ended up winning. And nice. I was surprised that a rock station, you know, would embrace country music like that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what I think it might be? And, and I'll take both of your points on this is that, I, that I think that, that um, like today, music in general in terms of we can we'll go across all genres we see this but i i obviously look more within country music and what i call the subgenres of country music so we'll just use that but i mean like it's all it's all a big filing cabinet that's how i say and then everything's put into this one overarching genre so what, what i think is great is that like you can play your stuff right and then there's some cowboy that can get up and play his stuff that sounds totally different but it's the same thing and 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 the words are very similar and like colin you were saying like you you wrote a pop song that that could easily be produced as a country song and i mean i think it just kind of depends on who the artist is right and like you know what they what they're trying what the sound that they're trying to make so so i love that that you know the rock genre is now incredibly influenced by country music and vice versa i mean jason when jason aldean first started he was way different than most of these guys right and now it's very normal or it's like brantley normal. gilbert the same thing so
2: i
1: appreciate that and i know you know i see a lot of vitriol on social media by people who are very especially about country music very anti-genre get very
0: passionate like, yeah yes
1: they, they do not want to see pop influences in country and whatnot and I just feel like good music is good music sure. and great songwriting is great songwriting so yes. i don't mind the blurred lines i know kane brown supposedly has some stuff coming out that's going to oh. be very different from his previous stuff and he's right. he said why should i be pigeonholed yeah i and i love that i'm like go man and that yeah. way you can break the ceiling for the rest of us.
0: sure but well what i always say is this is like when so when i started this my whole thing was like I really just wanted to talk about what I liked, right? And then obviously, you know, it kind of grew into something else and it changed paths and whatever else. But my whole base behind what I want to do here is just show that good music is good music. Now, that being said, like, there's a lot, like, you don't have to like everything, right? Like, you don't have to like, cody johnson's new stuff or you Mm -hmm. or i don't have to like Kane brown's new stuff or vice versa you know what i mean or you can like them both and that's the best part is that you can like them both and they can both coexist together the one thing that i heard um once is which was i thought was really cool is that so uh obviously in the last like 10 years cody johnson has slowly made his way into you know what they call the mainstream scene so someone was talking about dan and shay and cody johnson being nominated for the same award at like maybe it was the ACMs and there's so uh, many award ceremonies. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. So, and then Dan like came out and said, Hey, like we are probably the biggest Cody Johnson fans ever. We've been following along, you know, for the last 10 years. And just because we put out one thing and Cody puts out a totally other thing. We are best buddies. Like we are really good friends and we love each other's music And it's totally different, but that's what makes it so great.
1: I like that. I thought that was cool. Yeah. That makes me like Dan more.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It's like, it's like, I I just thought, I thought it was really cool because, you know, like everyone can exist and kind of do whatever they want to do. And again, you don't have to love it all, but that's the best part is like, you know, if, if, if someone puts out a song, you're like, yeah, this one's not doing it for me. Thank well, God, because I mean, there's about a hundred other songs you can listen to that much.
1: <laughs> there's also something to be said for evolving. Sure. And I find that artists who don't evolve at all, like their their album sales kind of falter. Um, mm-hmm. They just sort of lose their mojo if if you're not challenging yourself and, and being interesting. And I, I've, I've been following um, Miranda Lambert since her early days. Yeah. And you can see some how even the stuff. way she sings has changed. Like yeah. she used to have a slower vibrato. Now it's like faster. There are some more pop elements in there. And I feel like, well, guess what? Now more people are hearing her music. Yeah. If if you sound like singer songwriter forever, you're only going to be playing to small little venues. You're sure. not going to be selling platinum albums. So not that that's the goal for everyone, but I'm just saying, I I respect the journey of people who want to evolve and reach more people. That's, that is your goal with music is to reach people. Is that what we're supposed to be
0: doing? you <laughs> are still trying, still trying to it's figure it out. We right? also,
1: well, I know we also do it because we love it and it's fun, and you oh, know, yeah, so
2: yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, we, we forgot about that little one.
1: That, that, yes, that's, that's no, that's literally doing. my uh, motto I gotta, in life. I got to
2: lace up and go to work again. Give me a guitar, <laughs> you got to lace up your guitar
0: strap, yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, we are not and, cubicle drones. That's for sure. There you go. <laughs>
0: cubicle drones. That, that sounds like someone I know. Cubicle drones. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, how did you guys get started together? How, how did the three of you kind of, t- kind of form together? Was there, was there <laughs> one of you that decided like, Hey, let's do this. Or was it like a Facebook ad type deal? Like what's, what's, ah! what's
2: I'll t- I'll tell you Christine's latest version of the story. And oh so this, <laughs> the
0: version all
2: Yeah yeah, yeah. so one one of the fun things about this project is you know I'm not always involved in interviews. Christine does a lot of the interviews mm-hmm. solo and and that's it, fine. And I always enjoy listening to them because I I learn things about yeah. us.
0: <laughs> Come on you got the things dude
2: you can do it. <laughs> no her, her latest version that she's used twice and I, I'm I'm calling her out on it publicly now. It's so fun is She infiltrated my band. That's what she said. I infiltrated the band.
1: (laughs) I infiltrated. He had his own band, Kyle, um, (laughs) of doing original music that was crazy catchy and well-written and then covers that were um, like not your standard covers of songs. And we still joke to this day about how his old band would just, I don't want to say overcomplicate Colin, but you know what I'm saying? Like you guys would take covers and do your own spin on them. Not easy, not easy covers. Like no one could cover your covers of right. covers. <laughs> right, right, right. And I was like, and I knew this band was local to me. And so I was like, I got to get in on this band. Cause I was always traveling to the shore. Uh, New, that's the, the um, South coast of New Jersey right. for all my gigs. I mean, that's performing many gigs a year and driving back and forth constantly, so I thought I got to get in with these guys, and um, that's why I use infiltrate. <laughs> but you can finish the story. Call. What was I not, man,
2: that's, that's, that's a good enough version. Um, yeah, Christine Guest performed with my old band a couple times. So Sean, who's the the third in the trio, who's not mm-hmm. here today, um, was also in that other band. A- and um, you know, we just like to have a good time. You know, it was I mean, it was good music, and we were serious about it. But but it was good time stuff. You know, um, and christine gigged probably three three or four times with us like we just yeah maybe um and it was really fun and i and i so enjoyed not being the lead singer Uh, (laughs) and just playing guitar and supporting you know the lead singer and then and it got me yearning for um writing material for someone with different vocal chops you know because i had gosh with my with my brother we had written like three albums of material. But it was all written stuff that I could handle, yeah. you know. And
0: so you're I, saying you're not like Whitney Houston, is what you're saying? I'm, I'm
2: not Whitney Houston. No, I, <laughs> Um, I might surprise you. It did. Really I may does. do better than you think, but I'm no Whitney <laughs> Houston. No, so it's so it was just really compelling, like writing. And you know what I think it was, Christine? It was when we covered um, "Up in Smoke."
1: Oh yeah, and that which, was it for me. So I had amazing. written a
2: song. Oh gosh, twenty something years ago, and. I just, I never got to produce it properly because it was, you know, it was really written in this kind of country R&B vein and I just didn't, I, I, it was unsingable for me. And, you know, I didn't even have the technology back then to really produce it full up the way you can now. And so it's, it just sat there for decades and then we performed live and I was like, okay. And I heard Christine sing and I knew right away, I was like, okay, you know, she, she's got the chops for this song. I was like, let's play this song. And it was, a, that was an amazing moment for me to hear that song come to life on stage for the first time, you know, in a, in a live setting, um, 20 something years later. And I was like, holy shit. So yeah. that for me was like the first spark. And then, you know, we found ourselves in a circumstance shortly before COVID where, you know, there was time and space and, and I was like, we should work together and, and do, do real stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's where Southpaw started. And anyway, I think I, that's really, awesome. I love that I get to write material that I don't have to sing. I mean, I do <laughs> sing, but it's so fun. So well,
0: I think it gives you a different perspective, right? Like it allows you to focus heavier on, less on like, okay, can I sing this? Or and more on like, the actual writing aspect of mm-hmm. it, right? Well, and, it, like, and it like
2: stretches the writing, right? You know, and Christine has a vocal range that's different from mine. She has styling that's very different from mine, sure. and, and a bit natural ability that's better than mine, right? So I I can write it 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 would it forces me to write in a space where i would never even go yeah you know which is exciting I, it I like also looping. probably allows
0: you to focus on guitar right too like that's you know like it, exactly like I, i'm sure that you know when you were when you were singing like you know and, and you're a great guitar player but I, but i'm sure that this allows you to become a better guitar player because your your main focus is not on getting up there and singing the words your main focus is on other things so
2: yeah that's true yeah
0: so i think that's pretty cool now one thing that you said i want i want to ask you about is is you you talked about how you how you wrote and produced a song you know 20 some odd years ago right now now right like 20 years later the technology has changed immensely right has that like producer hat become a lot stronger because of the fact that i mean you got a lot of stuff going on behind you you got a pretty cool room back there are you like are you um allowed like are you putting that producer hat on and, and kind of hitting that full force and and kind of seeing what you can play with and come up with more than you were you know two decades oh, ago
2: oh hell yeah yeah i mean yeah, I, a thousand know, percent when i first started producing stuff i mean gosh, the, i mean the f- first songs i wrote were on four track four track recorders you know it's analog tape with hiss you know it's terrible <laughs> i still have it um and then you know like a, a roland vs 840 for any of the wants out there um which was digital um but you the disc like there was enough media storage right so you had to destroy tracks right like when you were done you would have to do submixes and then just erase material because there's no way to store it yeah So you can imagine how limiting that is as a composer or arranger it's sure. like, like- how many parts am i going to put on this thing and now it's infinite you know so yeah. i mean you can't tell but like this is my pro tool station that we're talking on right now i bet and
0: i can see the way the computer is raised yeah. up i, I know yeah.
2: that <laughs> you know so it's um you know a lot a lot of musicians and songwriters don't like the studio aspect but i'm i love producing yeah, I, cool. I i love happenstance discoveries that can only happen when you're just bleeping around you know oh, that
1: is true that oh, is where all the crazy now,
2: at. having said that you know sean i want to hat tip to sean who's not here he's really the producer you know i mean he he's he's nine levels up uh from where i am in terms of his technical chops and and his day job is you know very sophisticated you know sound sound mixing and things nice. like for film and television so he's his setup is badass oh yeah nice.
1: i want to live in his studio
2: <laughs> i might live in his studio
1: <laughs> we should just crash there
2: well we need we I, we need to talk about that for when i relocate I might need, yeah that's true i might need to throw a beanbag chair in there or something
0: so you're, you're gonna move all that i don't know i i wouldn't even move i'd just be like i'm i'm, I'm staying I'm not, I'm not going anywhere because that's a lot of stuff behind you i don't know if i could move it all.
2: Or well, I just not, This isn't all mine. This is like see the band come. We rehearse here, and sometimes sure. they they leave their shit here, and then, and then oh. I have to <laughs> clean it.
0: <laughs> so, so, as a guy who doesn't, I I can't play a lick of anything. I can't oh, really? I can't sing, can't play the guitar. I've tried like three different times in life. I've tried over three different periods of time in my life. The most recent was when I was in college. I got bored, went to a Guitar Center, bought a guitar. Still can't play it. Um, have it, can't play it. Um, Thought about playing the banjo for a while. Ooh, <laughs> thought
2: about buying a we mandolin. Could use a banjo, okay. Uh, I, I I I have a
1: banjo. That's great. I, I
0: wish I could play it.
2: I, it, I almost the first instrument to I wanted to play when I was a kid. Believe it or not, really. So actually, you know, so my first exposure to country was actually Hee Haw. Wow.
1: Oh nice. my gosh. So yeah.
2: Imagine <laughs> as a kid, you know, when you look at Hee Haw, you're like, what, "What planet are they living on?" You know, it was weird. But um, man. The banjo just excited me and I didn't, I didn't get my first banjo until last year. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool. I I, I had one, I had one in my hands. I had to get it fixed up and I didn't want to spend the money to get it fixed up. So I gave it back to the person (laughs) because I knew I wasn't gonna be able to be good at it. It was, it was lent to me. And this person said, if you can fix it up, you can play it and you can hang on to it for as long as you want. And I brought it to the, to the store and I was like, listen, like, what's the matter with this? And they're like, yeah, it's going to be a, it was in really good shape, but the neck was kind of offline. And then there was like, so from the naked eye, it looked really good, but on the inside it, it wasn't as good. So I was like, oh, yeah, well. this, this isn't as, this isn't worth it. Cause I know for a fact that there's no way I'm going to be able to pick this up, but if I give it a shot long enough, maybe I could. But um there's still know, time
1: I th- Kyle.
0: I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if there's still time, Christine. I,
1: I there is
0: people have been I telling you me that
1: time, Kyle.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean I got <laughs> lit I time, do literally I have time, but
2: yeah. Well especially with your black coffee and your light beer.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: Giving all my secrets, Colin. Give that <laughs> all <my laughs> Give me that all my secrets. I just like this my wellness
1: podcast, right? Well, it's yeah. a wellness podcast. <laughs> it is.
0: It's health and wellness. You should, it's, I got a six pack under the sweatshirt. I promise you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Don't tell them what's yeah. in your mini fridge a, there. A, a light um. six pack.
0: <laughs> yeah, six pack of uh, Miller Lite. That's right. Um, so uh, I have a theory, and Colin is a guitar player. I'm going to run this theory by, by by you and see what you have to say. Is I am a lefty uh, by trade. Mm-hmm. Everything I do, I do with my left hand, or in some aspect, I am I am left hand dominant. Uh, and I, I've tried to, to do other things. I've tried to play baseball growing up with my right hand, all this stuff never worked. So I am, I am left hand all the way. Uh, but when I was a kid, let's say I was probably like seven, eight years old. Right. When I, when I was really little, my parents got me into piano, played that for a while, then tried to play the guitar. Um, and I used to be able to play the piano. I can't anymore, but, um, they handed me a right handed guitar because I have a twin brother who was also playing the guitar, oh, no. but he's, but he's a righty. So there's no way that my parents are going to mm-hmm. buy a lefty and a righty guitar. It's also impossible to find lefty guitars. So it's like for kids at least. So it was like, hey, if, if you know nothing else but a right-handed guitar, then you're good, right? So I I tried learning on it. Whatever, did okay. And then a few years later, we tried again. You know, maybe a new guitar, but still a right hand guitar. And then when I was in college, I went out and I bought this guitar, still a right-handed guitar. Okay. But as I'm playing it, I'm like, man, I am not getting this. And it wasn't the chords. Like I was good on the chords. I can, I can, I can hit chords. You know, I was able to move my fingers up and down the the, the fretboards and whatnot, but it was the strumming that I struggled with. And I was like, maybe I should try finger picking. So I tried again, didn't work obviously for having this conversation, but I thought to myself, I said, what if it's because I need to flip the guitar yeah. and play the other way? Maybe it's just because my I'm so uncoordinated in this hand. And I'm coordinating in this hand. Well, coordinated, we'll use that term loosely, but coordinated <laughs> that maybe I need to flip it the other way. Do I sound crazy in saying that?
2: You know, it's funny when, when you started saying this, I'd never thought about it. Before. Right. So I, I've been, I've been thinking about it as, as you're talking. And I, my, my short answer is I don't know, but um, you know, the thing about the guitar is yeah. The right hand initiates the sound, Yeah, whether you're finger picking or strumming. But the left hand, in a way, is actually more intricate. Like sure. the way you actually finger the fretboard, right, requires a tremendous amount of coordination too. And then, and then to make it sound right, you have to have split second coordination of the right hand and the left hand working together. So,
0: which I don't have.
2: I think
1: okay. <laughs> so there's some ambidexterity there that I, you need, I, basically.
2: I, I think maybe the issue that you're having was more basic and 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 around rhythm than coordination maybe well
0: that's the other thing uh, maybe i don't have rhythm i mean
2: yeah. can't dance either i don't
0: know <laughs> hell because of a picking up what i'm getting on here oh my
1: gosh <laughs> we have got to find your talents kyle
0: <laughs> i think this is my talent speaking without punctuation yes
1: that's so my, listen uh, talking is a great talent
0: punctuation. speaking without punctuation
2: i'm telling speaking you about punctuation. don't do that around christine She's oh. a bad skills editor. She will edit your speaking without punctuation.
1: Although I, I'm losing it. The more and more I'm enmeshed in technology and social media, it, it's, it's turning my brain to mush. Yeah. So
0: you know what's funny is that I, I like, I, I'm one of those guys who like sends texts without like periods or commas. Yeah. I just like type, which, you know, can usually be like a dumpster fire. Cause you're trying to figure out what the other person's saying, but uh when I type out social media stuff, like I reread it like I'm reading like my final paper. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, do I have a comma here? Do I have a, a colon here? Do I have that's a that's from here? my
1: sister teaching I know. you?
0: <laughs> well, we didn't say this when I hit record. We should probably say this. This oh should my probably gosh. be put out there. So so what's funny, uh, everybody, is that so so um oh, I know she listens. So this actually might be, well, she has listened. So this mm-hmm. actually might be be pretty funny. So um Christine's sister is is my ninth was my ninth grade English teacher, and she was one of my favorite teachers I've ever had. To this day, I tell <sighs> people, I, I I go throughout all the professors and teachers I've had in my life. And Christine's sister shines through every single time.
1: Oh, my gosh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs>
0: I mean, come on, she's hilarious. She's the I best. Know, I have so she many is stories. The best.
1: she I Colin so many knows stories. like she's she's my best friend. I mean, she's she's brilliant. She's funny. She's kind. She's the least judgmental person. Oh my that God. I've ever known. And I think that really helps a teacher because yeah. there's just no judgment there. Like a lot of teachers sort of have this inherent bias. Yeah. You know, you don't, we're human. Right. So you kind of don't realize like that you have favorites or not favorites. And I yeah. feel like Jen finds the, the good and the talent and the beauty in everybody. That's like- totally.
0: And you know what I think helps. And this is from my own personal experience is that <laughs> I think when you're a kid, right, and you're sitting in this room with someone who cares so much, but at the same time doesn't give a fuck what <laughs> anyone else thinks, is the yes. best, the best thing. It's because best you're a person there, to be
1: around. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're sitting there and you're like, man, this person loves what she's doing. She loves it. And she loves interacting with these people every single day. But if someone came in here and said, why are you doing it that way? She would throw something at them and tell them to get out. Right. Because like, <laughs> It, 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 it just like, it didn't matter. And that's what was so cool. It was like, I, you never had a teacher. Like I, I never had a teacher when I sat in a room that made me feel like as comfortable and as like, not tense.
1: Oh, that's so great. That's so great. And that, that would well, so yeah, cool. no, not giving a F I think is helpful in life <laughs> Yeah, and in any, in any position you have where you're just like, I'm going to do me, I'm going to be me and take it or leave it. Yeah. And I, I always say I might not be everybody's cup of tea, and I really don't care. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, you should write to song I, about that, Christine.
1: I know that's a good lyric. Right? Yeah, we should work that in, but
2: we already did do that. Song. <laughs> cup of tea? What did we do? Oh, no, let me be me.
1: Oh, let me be me. That's true. Yeah, we have a there song called "Let Me Be Me," where cup of
2: tea.
1: <laughs> that's a really good point. I like the Here cup of the tea. Southpaw.
2: Cup, I of, like tea. That. cup
0: yeah.
1: of tea. Cup of
0: tea. I love it. Yeah, so... just be authentic. Yeah. And that's like the biggest thing, right? Like, like no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're doing in your day, daily life, if you try and be authentic, you, I feel like it goes a really long way. I mean, I, I wouldn't be sitting here if I was not authentic with myself. Like how I act here is totally how I right, act. That's in your real personality. Yes. That's absolutely how I act in the real world. <laughs> I talk this much. I'm this annoying. Well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to check I'm, with my I mean, sis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like this is exactly how I am, but it took, it took a while to get there. Like I'm I wasn't sure. always like that. Yeah.
1: No, for me too, doing interviews and whatnot. I used to be so stiff in the beginning um because you don't realize that you can just be yourself in sure. an interview because yeah. again, it's sort of like, you know, take it or leave it. Um and I would get a little bit defensive when people would push on the New Jersey factor. You know, yeah. when I'd be I'd be interviewed by someone in Texas and they're like, oh. "Jersey?" And I would get all, you know, a little yeah. heated. My cheeks would get red. And now I'm like <laughs> way more chill.
0: It's so funny because like, I, I I think I was the same way, but I also use it as like a little chip on my shoulder, right? Because like when I came in and started doing this and I started talking to these people from Texas and Louisiana and Mississippi and Tennessee and blah, 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 you know, whatever that, that I sat there and said, I know for a fact that I know more about this stuff than you do and you, and you yeah. sing it. And you live it, right? I believe it. So, like, I came in and I was like, man, I'm rolling. I'm good to go. Colin, you're laughing, man. I'm telling you. There's a confidence factor yeah. with this. I yeah. came in and I said, I'm, I'm ready to go. I know exactly what's going to that I That's great. I love it. I am not saying that my delivery was clean. It was, like, I was sweating. <laughs> I had, like, a crack in my voice. Like, it's rough.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure the mic is picking up my stomach growling, by the way. Mine so, I don't know too. if that's editable. <laughs>
0: mine it. too i'm telling you, you it right? doesn't no I no, don't. no mine my stomach's crap all
1: right i'll pretend it was you Kyle. <laughs>
0: yeah that's it well, roll with me that's that's how it goes um yeah but now i'm telling you i think it's all authentic authenticity is is a big thing in all of this and and uh, I,
2: well i think that's that maybe that's why you like country i mean we, we were talking before about how yeah. big the tent is yeah there's an ethos to country sure that's that's real it's very authentic like there's a lot about pop music that's completely put on, yeah. right? And that's part of the appeal, actually. Half the time, you know, sure. like when when you listen to like, you know, Duran Duran or Depeche Mode or whatever, like there's a there's a veneer on it. It's yeah. it's a shtick, right? It's intentional, and that's part of the art. But it's it can also be if you're you know if you're not in the right mood, it's like it's aloof, it's it's off-putting, right? Yeah. But um country, regardless of what version of alt country you're in you know, almost always shares the same ethos that I think you can't take back to authenticity. Like there's a, I mean, how many songs are written about the town where I came from? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is an expression. that That's the ethos of country. Good times, you know, faith, family.
1: Bad times. Community, <laughs> bad
2: times. times. Right. <laughs> uh, vulnerability, you know, hardships, drinking, you know, like all that stuff. It's real, it's real life stuff. And so there's, there's definitely like a, um, Warts and all aspect of the country. And, and as the saying goes, right? Three chords in the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, so, yeah. I, I, which I think I, is true.
0: totally true. Like, it's, it's, and that's what, that's what I feel like a lot of people gravitate towards. And, and it's weird because, like you said, you know, like you kind of grow in the country. I mean, there's a lot of people that grow up with it, but a lot of people also grow into it. I think right. that just, that just comes with the fact, with the main factors of like, People are looking for something, no matter how old you are, like you could be me who's 15, you could be someone who's, you know, like 35 and says like, I'm looking for something else. Right. Or like, maybe I'm going through something and I need something a little deeper.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, yeah.
0: Country music has that totally. I, has if you that.
1: want good lyrics, I mean, that's definitely where you're going to find it. Whereas yeah. I feel like with a lot of pop music, it's just the sound. Yeah. And, and I've even heard pop artists admit that their lyrics make no sense and have no, there's a song called Bananico. And the hell it means Bananica. nothing. It literally means nothing. He said, it just sounded cool, you yeah. know? <laughs> so it's like, if you want to listen to the cool sound and that's enough for you, yeah. then that's great. But if you want to listen to music and you know, be empathizing with it or whatever, have some kind of feeling with it. You probably need more than
0: Bananaco. <laughs> <laughs> Bananaco. I think I need Bananaco in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I. You know, it's I, a cool song. <laughs> I don't know. I, I agree though. And then, like you know, like there's a lot of fun songs in country music as well that mean pretty much nothing but let's have fun. Um, So I mean, like there's you know, there's like different, different sides of the story there, which I think that are important as well. But your music, let's let's dive into your music. This is this is kind of how I like to I like to front heavy all the BS stuff where we talk about whatever we want, and then I like to back heavy all the cool stuff when I talk about you. So um I don't know why I do it that way, I just do. But uh so in 2022, no, twenty twenty-one, you put out that full record, right? And then in 2022, you put out two singles. Yes. So let's dive into the record first because I just like hearing people who put out a record i like hearing their process around it and and kind of how that all came to be um it is 13 songs it is called uh unhitched and i don't have my glasses on so i was trying to make sure i remembered the the title and i'm reading it but um so so this is your first like big project right um and how did that all kind of you know, like one to thirteen. I'm a big album guy. I I think that that songs are placed in albums for reasons, and and there's reasons why there's a song at the top and there's a song at the bottom. Oh, I think yeah. it's kind of like a book. You know, you have chapters, there's a start to a finish. Um, how did this whole record come to be? Like, you know, why 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 this record? Why these songs? The whole deal.
1: I'm waiting for Colin to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I to uh, it.
2: So we um we started writing. Um, I mean, I I. I had this idea that, that the three of us, you know, we had performed together and I thought we were really complimentary musically, but then it occurred to me that we're really, really complimentary in terms of a business venture. Sure. If you Think about it that way because of the, the other skills that we have that, you know, there's a whole aspect of doing what we do that is business, you know, and, and it's, and it's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, this is like a really, really good, threesome in in a lot of ways um and we just started writing but not necessarily with an album in mind um but,
1: yeah, it was and, organic and, i would say
2: and i i remember like in the beginning you know i i remember throwing out there a kind of like a fleetwood mac model you remember talking about that that you know yes. multiple you know fleetwood mac is they're all over the map yeah. as far as i'm concerned sure. um, and you know there's the whole songbook of Lindsay Buckingham that has a very distinct Fleetwood Mac sound. And then there's the Christine McVie, rest in peace. And, and, you know, you always, you always know, but it's Fleetwood Mac. And I was like, that was kind of a blueprint for for Southpaw and what would become unhitched in my mind. Sure. Um, and then we got into the studio and for me, Christine's natural country was always there. Like, even when we weren't, doing something yeah even when we
1: tried not to kyle yeah (laughs) just the twine would come out
2: it kept coming back to country yeah and um so we were like you know what let's let's just embrace it and let's just go all country all the time because you know we who knows we could have written an album that was five genres you know and we're like no let's just go all country all the time and and like i said earlier i was super excited about you know kind of going into the country room of guitar Mm -hmm. um so yeah, it's, it started that way. And, you know, we all have writing ability um, in our own ways and processes and everything. So it just kind of flowed from there.
0: Sure. Which, which I think is awesome. And I like that you guys kind of went all in on the, uh, cause like, I I really appreciate when, when artists like pull and artists and bands, when they pull, from other genres and they and they pull from other experiences and influences. I think that it's really cool and it shows. Um, but I like that you kind of stayed on a track and you said, like, let's go all in here and pull from those other places and not try and make like song eight sound a lot different than song two in terms of production and and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So I think that it's cool that it's all kind of one coherent sound. Obviously, it changes per song, but um. And then you guys kind of just went along with it. I think that's a great record. I really do. I think that, 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 you know, it's 13 songs and they're all great songs. And I mean, what else can you ask for? Right. I mean, that's, that's exactly Four, what you 14, want.
2: 14, 14 songs. I don't know.
0: <laughs> 14, 14 <laughs> I great songs. Absolutely <laughs> Maybe great. our
1: next one
0: will have 14. <laughs> the bar one step higher. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I love it. Um, What is it? So, so like, what's your favorite song to play live on this? Like if, if you, if you had to pick, right. I mean, I always say like I make the joke and and at this point it's it's totally I don't actually say this seriously but everyone's always like oh it's like picking my favorite kid right but like what is your like if you had to pick your favorite song to play I mean everyone's got a favorite what oh, yeah. would Yeah they- no
1: I think we, I definitely have favorites um sure. I love playing Hang My Cross Nice That's um I I oh, just think was. if I were in the audience I know I would love that song yeah, I think it like has such one. a great groove to it and it's a fun song to sing and I feel like sort of this like sexiness when I'm singing. Yeah. So that's particular song. So I love performing that one. And I've really come to love performing um, Up in Smoke.
0: Nice.
1: You know, that just sort of like- Yeah, yeah, Kind of stops people in their tracks when I get to the big finish yeah. <laughs> in that the song. Yeah, the big finish. So that's always fun to do.
0: I love it. Colin, what about you? What do you like?
2: Yeah, Up in Smoke.
1: Yeah, nice. you too?
2: I, yeah, for, for the reasons I said earlier, like it, it just, It'll always be special to me because of the way it was born But oh. oh. it sat on the shelf for 20 years and Christine sings it so well. And yeah. it's, it's a moody, it's a moody, you know, bring the house down, um, song. And, um, you know, you try, you try, everybody tries as best they can to translate what's live onto a record. Sure. Right. But it's, it's still a record, you know, yeah. there's, so there's something about being there and being, um lost in that song as a musician as it has the slow build and the big finish um and the tempo you know that, that just kind of um I just get lost in it
0: yeah I you know what? Well, listen I think it's you know what I think is really cool though is like you could have easily like let that song die <laughs> I mean 20 years it's a long time you could have easily let that song die and say like eh, I it's just not going to happen, but I'm glad that you didn't. And I think that 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 people some people realize that some people don't. But some of the best songs kind of marinate and then they say, oh, now's oh, the time to put it out. So now, you know, now's the time to do it.
2: It's funny you say it. So the reason I wrote that song, it that the this song this is this is a musical onomatopoeia. Like, that's what the song is about. Yeah. So I wrote that song. I was in a, a musical duo with another friend of mine, female singer, and you know we were younger and and you know thinking okay all right let's make a run of this music thing and i was just sitting around one day contemplating like what if it never goes anywhere yeah what if it's all just a joke
0: the what ifs are the worst what if it's
2: it, oh, all know. up in smoke yeah so the, the <laughs> opening, i mean the opening lines all these plans up in smoke they were real for me or was it on were they real for you or was it all just a joke was was a like foretelling of what was to happen and of course. We never went anywhere the song sat on a shelf for, <laughs> for 20 years so it was a self-fulfilling prophecy until it rose like the phoenix for southpaw so um
1: that's like our most shazam song right now by the way i don't know if you've
2: most recently
1: recently I how do you know that? I can see that there's an, on app. Apple Music
2: there's an app that you need to, to, to use to find out what's shazamming it's it's called re-shazam <laughs> wow <laughs> yes, <excuse me. laughs> okay I don't
1: know. Kyle, I was <laughs> gonna say that. Wait, that's
0: actually funny. You got me. That I, was good. <laughs> you should oh say Oh my
1: god. He gets me all the time. Okay. Like once. I always a have week. to
2: tell Christine. I'm never she goes, I never know when you're kidding. And I'm like, I'm always That's what kidding. he said. Well, so I, I
0: do that too. I'm that way too. Yeah. That's my funny.
2: default is kidding. If I'm getting ready to say something straight up serious, I'll usually tell you. Like <laughs> no, always it's the, way, it's the I guess,
0: way you deliver you it too. It's yes. the it's it's the way you deliver it. That's what's important. <laughs> like you were like, you were like it's, it's, it's called a re Shazam. Like you know, re-shazam. that that like last, <laughs> that last push, you know, that's BS. We got to
1: trademark that. Re-shazam. I think
0: that's great. I think well, it's, I, I love it. I was going
1: to say Kyle that my, cause now I'm really thinking about it. And I think that Colin, maybe you'll agree with this besides up in smoke that our favorites to play change because sometimes it depends yeah. on the gig. You know, sure. it depends on, are we performing it as an acoustic trio are we performing it with a full band was it like a kick-ass night where people yeah. are dancing you know so i feel like it it really does change for me
2: sure yeah head stands has become right a favorite to play too that's and it's like so fun. that you know that's a song that it has it has you know more more elements of production on it than some of the others and we didn't play it live for a long long time
1: we were scared it, of it We, were, we, were, we were
2: to <laughs> touch it because like oh we won't be able to do it justice we, we won't be able to do it justice and um and finally we were like yeah we you know we we really do have to play it so we finally got around to it and of course you know we have to arrange it differently for you know like a, a five piece as opposed to the, you know, 27 musicians that are right, playing yeah. on the record. Colin
1: but, plays like 15 guitars. So
0: <laughs> He's got he's got that stack with 15 necks. And he just goes up and yeah, down. And
1: you
2: see that thing over there behind me the, with the three guitars on it? That's actually not a guitar stand. I wear that. And I play, <laughs> <laughs> I play all three at a time. Um, but no, anyway, so, you know, we had to think it through. And it was fun because it's like getting re- writing and re- rearranging the song. It's like all new again.
1: Yeah. And
2: the first time... We played it. I was like, holy crap, why do we wait so long? It's yeah. super fun to play.
0: I love it. I love it. So I, I need to I'll, I'll throw my favorite in there, and that's Ooh. the most recent one because I so so my thing it's is exactly. like I'm a sucker for like slow, uh saddish songs that like kind of make you me feel a certain way. And like I can be in the best mood ever and I will turn on the saddest song. And I'm relatively a pretty happy guy. I mean, I'm I'm tell. always smiling. I'm always in a pretty decent mood, but I love sad songs. I love them. <laughs> and um, I really like your name. I think that that the slowness oh, to it so and the uh, attention to detail with it is just, it's great. And I love it. I love it. I think that's fantastic. And uh, I'd probably pick that one out of a hat uh, nine days out of the week if there was nine days in a week. So um, I just think it's fantastic. So, so it, it came out in November. Yes. It's pretty cool. I think the cover art there might be on the Jersey shore. If I'm correct, maybe I'm wrong.
2: <laughs> that'll be a closely guarded secret.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a closely guarded. Listen, secret.
1: Listen, we, we, we use what we got. We use what we got and where so we
0: got. I'm going to, I'm going to th- throw another uh, limb out there and say that maybe it's, I'm trying to think geographically here. Um, I don't know. Now, the Delaware water gap would have made well, sense. Well, I will
1: tell you this. The the first line of that song is absolutely inspired by the Jersey Shore.
0: Okay, that's and cool. it's
1: inspired by the lagoons. Nice. That are in, uh, which for those of you who don't know what a lagoon is, it's a, <laughs> sort of a, a creek. Problem. Colin, how do I explain what a lagoon is?
2: Oh, I thought you said lagoon.
1: Lagoon, like the water lagoon you like know what talking lagoon. like, lagoon, like the, a, the water that comes lagoon. off of the bay and then yeah. turns into like creeks behind houses i don't know how to describe yeah, the, it
2: yeah the little channels of water yes
1: but marsh- that's what the first the marshes, is. There you is it's like it's kind of like that um and it was you know, we sat side by side on a fishing pier and that is 100% like the jersey shore yeah. lagoon marshy so that image on the cover of your name is like sort of dead on what yeah. I envisioned in my head when writing
0: that. So I, I think that, that song is great because it, it and, and I mean, like you have like whiskey and wine that came out this year as well, but like, they're totally different. Right. Yes. So I think that it's cool that, that right. They're completely different, which I think is cool that you can kind of play both sides of the, of the playing field there. And like, what I always say is if you're putting singles out, right. And there's someone who has never listened to you before at first glance, well, like for me, I would go right for the album, but I feel like most people would go like a single first. So they're going to want to mm-hmm. hear kind of who this person is or or who these people are. And I think that's cool that they can play both singles, take six minutes and get both sides of the band in six minutes. Or oh, six I like
1: minutes. Right. I like I that. I like that. That's going in my future pitches.
0: There you go. See? <laughs> write, write it down. Throw it in the book. <laughs> Quote. Yeah, but that is Five. true. I
1: do feel like those two songs really showcase a lot of what Southpaw is musically, yeah. lyrically, and just sort of like how we can have fun and sure. we can also have a good cry.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with good cry. Mm-hmm. There's I'm not saying I'm gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna listen to <laughs> cry.
1: You know you got choked up when you heard that song the first time. I, ma- I may have,
0: <laughs> but but that is that is for me to know. And for no one else to see. So, another
2: closely guarded secret.
0: <laughs> another closely guarded secret.
2: I'm
1: not even exaggerating. And I'm not saying this to brag about my music because this happens to me with several other songs in the world. But I can't listen to it to this day without getting choked up. Wow. And very often if it comes on my playlist, I have to skip it. Wow. Because I can't always handle it. It's It really gets me. The yeah. Collins guitar playing in it it just wrecks me. So it's like the second I hear this drumming, like I could be, like you said, in a great mood, I'm all jovial, whatever. And all of a sudden that comes on and I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I can't can't hold it.
0: I love it. I love it. That's why I think sad songs are the best because they they, they really pull some... uh also emotion out whether you want it to come out or not it, it probably comes out so um it's 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 one of those things now do you does this are these songs in 2022 i know you know we're what is it december 15th wow mm-hmm. time's <laughs> moving fast um is this going to uh push into 2022 as, as something more is there going to be a bunch well, of yeah. singles or do you know how this is going to kind of all play out if it's we're, work
1: horses out? man i love <laughs> it we really are. Maybe that's why the three of us work so well together. There but um, we are definitely going to have another album nice. coming out in 2023. Good stuff. Right, Good Colin? Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Colin's
2: like, I don't know, maybe. I'm, maybe. A, I'm, I'm, I'm way ahead of you, Rattleman. I'm way ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he actually probably is way ahead of me. That's true. I
2: have so much unfinished work on, on, on this computer that we're talking about right now. Sure. You know, we, we just can't, if we were all full time on this, you know, we, the way we work, we could probably crank out an album in three months, sure. you know? it, mm-hmm. it, but it's, you know, we, we have busy things, um, outside music too. And, yeah. um, and, you know, COVID of course was like the most ridiculous thing in so many ways. And, sure. and it made collaborating in some ways, very difficult. Yeah. And it gave us time, but, but it also, it us time. Like, how are we supposed to do this when we can't even be in the same room? Like, right. We shot a video, we shot a video for within you, and <laughs> we went. We we were checking out locations, right? So we did location scout at this covered bridge. I pull in, and Squack, the third member of Southpaw, pulls in. That's his nickname. I like and that. He gets out of the car, and we start talking. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, Sean, is this the first time we've seen each other face to face in over a year? Wow. And he's like, Holy crap! Yeah, it is. And I mean, we saw each other all the time, like you and i are doing right now i mean he was on the this screen his big head right here on the screen <laughs> constantly you know as we were working together but we net, literally produced the whole album and mm-hmm. whatever in the same place yeah and it's it, crazy. It, it's not like we live miles apart you know we're we're all we all live very yeah. close
0: it's crazy it's crazy yeah. what you what people were able to do in that you know whatever it was time before everyone kind of broke yeah, free but but it is. it's wild. Adaptable it's it's wild and i mean like there, you know people were co-writing and they were producing stuff and they were doing all this crap and i'm like there's just no way it's like, like we were talking before we hit record we were talking about how zoom went from nothing to you know a company that now charges you 15 dollars uh, a month if you want two people in a room you know what i mean yes. like it's, it's crazy it's nuts
1: oh, no i wish so, i had the foresight on that stuff yeah
0: i'm, it's, I'm you're telling me you're telling me <laughs> I, but, yeah, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I'd probably be like the
1: chat yeah. 50
2: years ago. It was right there. Yeah. <laughs> they had Zoom.
0: It's just, um, it's, it's, it's crazy. What, what transpired in that short amount of time? I mean, I think it's cool that we can now look back on it and say like, Hey, well, we did this. So now our, our entire view of like how to accomplish tasks are now different. Like if you had to produce something over video chat, you could I'm not saying you mm-hmm. want to, right. but you could. So, um, I don't know, I think that aspect of it is cool. And that, you know, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of good that came from a lot of bad. So, um,
2: Yeah, but I can't tell you how exciting it was the first time we actually got together because we produced the album. Yeah. And then we even shot the video. And we hadn't performed.
0: It's we crazy. We literally
2: had never the three of us sat down and said, Hey, let's play one of our songs. Yeah. And of course it had been so long since we produced the albums. We, we had to teach ourselves yeah. songs again. Like, I don't even, what keys is this in? What, what, you know, and the first time we got together, right, I think it was here in the basement. We we got together and we're like, all right, let's dig into a couple songs. What was the first song we ever tried to play?
1: Oh gosh.
2: Was it, um, was it giving up maybe?
1: Oh, maybe, maybe.
2: And I, I mean, I was just so excited to be in the presence of musicians again and yeah. making noise together. You know, like it, we could have been terrible and sure. you know, it would have been great. But of course, it wasn't terrible. It was awesome. No, actually, we,
1: were, we really surprised ourselves. Yeah. We we're like, wow,
2: well, we, we're, we're, we're yeah. okay. You know, yeah. I just you we can still do this. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just
0: but, kick yeah. off the dust kick off the dust. I love it. I think that's great. I love that you guys are going to put out some new music. I think that you guys are fantastic. And, and you know the fact that you're from jersey just makes it a little bit (laughs) better so i think that it's cool i love it i I, there you go i'm telling you i think that if i'm if i'm ever going to learn to play an instrument it's going to be in Colin's basement right there so maybe my door is closing i don't know but uh you know maybe you could
1: just play the kazoo just like one note
0: i like the harmonica (laughs) that'd be cool too dude
1: the harmonica's hard actually I and, know, and i had to cool. fake play it in one of our videos i couldn't even fake play it if you if you watch it, carefully it, this, is the,
2: this is the harmonica you fake played
1: that's yeah it's 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 harder than you think
0: i think it's cool you i want to broadcast Pro. you know
2: like an old school broadcaster you know with the sound effects all around you you know like yeah. well, all right welcome to the yeah, show yeah.
0: or the um or the uh what was the other thing The 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 tube with the wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Whatever they call spot, that thing. His
2: slide whistles. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's
0: awesome. Yep. That was great guys. Why don't you shout out your social media where they can, where they can find uh, your stuff and, and announcements on new music and shows and all that good stuff.
1: Okay. So you want to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Southpaw city. That's Southpaw, like the left hook, um, <laughs> city like city. So one word Southpaw city, or you can go on our website, southpawcity.com, where we list all of our upcoming shows and have links to our music and our merch. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say merch in a podcast for the first time. So As you should. Makeup. As you <laughs> should. <laughs> and then on January 28th, nice. we'll be at Hill Country Barbecue in oh, the city for a whole country night. Super fun. It's an awesome venue. Okay, so You've you got to come Jersey, out to that.
2: You're a Yankees fan. You're a country music fan podcaster and you know where it is so you better be there yeah i'm
1: writing it down currently in my calendar right now i'm
2: currently (laughs) writing it
1: down january 28th hill country barbecue um it's going to be a whole country night with a variety of really cool up-and-coming nashville acts
0: that's awesome that's really cool i think that that place is great i think they they promote some good stuff and uh Good. I'm excited. I have it in my calendar. That's what I was Yay, doing. Awesome. <laughs> I was trying to one finger type over here. <laughs> guys, thanks for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate it. Thanks, I have a lot Kyle. of fun. I, uh, I I wish you guys the best and I'm excited to see what you got coming
1: yay all right well i can't wait to catch up again sometime soon of
0: course everybody thank you for tuning in to the episode of the remember country music podcast remember to rate subscribe give us five stars if you love the episode and follow us on instagram at rcm underscore podcast new episodes come out every friday 11 a.m eastern 10 a.m central wherever you listen to podcasts apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, it's there share it with your friends your family do all the good things we say do weekend and week out uh that was another episode of the rcm podcast that's southpaw i'm kyle Corbus. we'll see you next week bye bye